listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Uh, and when I wake up, I recognize you looking at me for the pay cut. Bahama Sabi looking at me from the face down. With Mac 11 even boom from the base down. Scheming. And let me tell you about my life. life. Painkillers only put me in a twilight. Well, pretty pussy and Benjamin's is the highlight. They tell my mama I love her, but this what I like. Lord, Lord knows. knows. 20 of them in my Chevy tell them all to come and get me reaping everything I sold. So my karma come in heaven, never preliminary hearing. So my record and my motherfucking gang saying the songs for the record. Uh, tell the world I know it's too late. Boys and girls, I think I go crazy. Down inside my vices all day. When you won't believe that I say, when you know we've been, been up and down before. Hey. When the pride was low, looking up like where, where would we go, nigga? And we hate popo. Po. Wanna kill us dead in the street for, for show. show? I'm at the peaches though. I didn't write the rest of the lyrics down. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast with ya with your host Rod and and Kim. We gonna be all right, nigga. We gonna be all right. Do you hear me? Do you feel me? Be all right. Uh, I, I'm truth be told, like that song lifts my spirits. This is this is Negro spiritual. I clear it is. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic. Leave us five star reviews and uh, let us know what you think about the show. I'll make them nice and we'll read them on the air. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. The unofficial sport. Bullet ball and bullet ball to the motherfucking extreme. You can find uh the website theblackguywhotips.com and leave comments on the episodes as well you can vote in the polls there you can leave us voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less 704-557-0186 um and uh email us theblackguywhotips at gmail.com all right uh you know before we can even really get into the show we got a uh got a sponsor to talk about let me go ahead and get into those oh yeah Mm -hmm. come on before he was a problem on twitter before he was problematic he was singing a problem Coca-Cola. he was a problem on them r&b charts okay free stuff yes do you like free stuff i do well i also like free stuff karen i guess that's one of the things we have in common well free stuff is nice but what about free stuff to help you spice up your bedroom experience hmm i think that's even better well right now if you go to adam and eve they gonna give you free stuff all you gotta do is put in well one item in your cart pick whatever you want sexy lingerie a nasty dirty stinking movie just one of them filthy movies that you're like oh my god i can't believe this is legal what these people are doing to each other <laughs> or maybe like you know uh some condoms maybe some lubrication whatever y'all need and then you go to adam and eve uh to, i mean adamandeve.com you go to the checkout box and they have an offer code you can put in an uh, offer code tbgwt and you get half off of that one item that you just picked but that's not all they also want to give you 10 tantalizing free gifts a sexy item for him a special gift for her and a third item you'll both enjoy and six free spicy movies plus free shipping uh karen this is not clap a long time this is me reading the copy for the for the show this is important we want them to hear this oh, my, my bad it's a little too sexy for me i'm sorry that's tbgwt offer code at tbgwt uh adamandeve.com when you go to check out tbgwt in the offer code box at checkout at adamandeve.com get half off get 10 free gifts free shipping six movies i mean come on guys they got sexy toys that's gonna be in the box i mean do this for yourself 
or for your loved ones or uh really for both for each other okay do whatever you gotta do all right now you can start clapping thank you and i heard that you were thinking that i don't have to stop you from making late night phone calls yeah uh, i hate to go into overtime on this ad and this part is for free okay but someone in the chat said please don't play for porn in 2019 <laughs> you better pay for that porn if you can okay first of all these people creating porn out here putting their bodies and livelihood on the line for us at home okay the same way that i hope y'all pay for our premium podcast as independent producers i hope y'all pay for y'all porn you know what i'm saying there's nothing wrong with that i don't know where that stigma and stereotype came from and then plus a lot of this porn out here is sketchy as fuck so you be out here watching porn and you don't know what's gonna happen nigga yeah. walk through eating a sandwich in the Baby middle of crying it. in the background in another room right fuck up the whole move somebody won't check the fucking smoke detector baby knocking on the door mama right like this is real shit like now i'm absorbed into these motherfuckers problems because i'm like wow she don't even have child care i don't know if they should be filming this right, <laughs> right. now like that maybe that, she should have waited till she had a babysitter right now it's a real ass problem and i'm involved should i be calling dhs come now on i gotta look around the fo- the whole scene of the video for context clues when was this happening where was this at oh is that the local news in the background let me turn the volume the school up in session so i can see well what day was this okay so they talking about a oil spill on the west coast uh and they live in palmetto as that's the local news so uh, apparently this happened in california oh my god this was three weeks ago someone needs to call the police and get this child into child services come on this is not a safe environment and that just all happened why because i clicked on a video that i didn't pay for that i just said hey i just want to click on things okay Mm -hmm. so you got to pay for it one way or the other i'm saying get you some nice ethical okay adam and Eve porn sometimes pay, pay these performers these sex workers that we support pay them for their work that's mm-hmm. all they put their bodies on the line so you don't have to if you don't want to you can just enjoy their work help them help you okay you know what they have in porn that they don't have in the amateur shit uh they can do more than once they can say hey hey take two take two more than one scene yeah when the when that nigga walked across the camera with the eating the sandwich that's not sexy at all get his ass up out of here and let's start over at the top you're fired all right can we get another man in here okay we got they got rules and lists of stuff you're not supposed to be doing you watch porn sometimes you're like i don't know that that was okay like did he just put his foot on her face is that all right i don't did they was that something that they that checked consensual? off yeah was that consensual did they check that off well now you don't have to wonder with this ethical adam and eve porn from some of your favorite porn stars there's nothing wrong with like porn or paying for your porn it's nothing the same way we pay for music or whatever so you know until anyway support that's all i want to say um now back to the uh show okay we got a lot of stuff out here guys um let's see asap rocky news let's see what happened man uh he got friends in high places uh the white house helped asap rocky secure better prison conditions according to the white house though so you never know it might be a lie yeah no no i never know it might be trump saying i know i know at one point they sweden have reached out and said nobody talked to us so uh yeah so um kim kardashian and kanye west lobby uh also lobby uh jared kushner who is like the head of prison reform right now under the trump administration to intervene in rocky's case jared immediately got rocky moved to better living conditions pastor darrell scott uh the black 
coon dude that be fucking with the um with the trumps uh the urc told page six exclusively they had this guy in a crap hole i don't know if it's different a different facility that he's now in but he's at least on a different floor it's better surroundings scott said that he and colleague kareem lanier uh told trump about the situation as well trump asked do you like the guy do you trust him and he said okay we'll look into it then it was never a publicity grab it's just this administration trying to help an american citizen overseas who's in dire straits jared called sunday evening and said that it's looking optimistic yeah one of the things that's interesting about this trump administration is there's so many people that will line up but you know typically coon types but sometimes your ultra wokes will do it too where they'll try to imply that somehow he's doing more for black people uh and more for prison reform than the obama administration but it's all nepotism it's all like if someone famous takes a interest in pardoning a specific person or changing a specific guideline or law then he will look into that case on some like you know the apprentice type shit individually yeah but that's not an actual like mandate Mm -hmm. or helping black people in general you help a black person yeah he don't do something that would help mass amount of people right you know but but i've seen people try to like float it out there on some like he doing more for uh prison reform than obama did and it's like that's, that's actually not, not true so because and you really point out how ignorant you are by saying that stupid shit yeah because a lot of shit that obama had in place they rolling all that bullshit back um yeah um sweden wants to keep asap rocket for an extra week um because uh friday was last friday was the first day he could have been released and they said nah we good um donald trump offers to guarantee bail for asap rocky um how when another from another country right i I don't yeah i I didn't even obviously you just can't trust anything that comes out of that man's mouth Mm -hmm. it's sad but like i mean obviously if you're in prison you want any help you can get agreed i get it i get it i'm not trying to disparage Mm -mm. you're in prison i'm sure it doesn't fucking matter Mm -mm. but also if i have my choice my druthers he is the least like he's the one i want the least amount to help me because he probably lying yes. oh i did this and i hey i'll pay the bill if y'all let him out i'm like he probably didn't even it's probably not even a way to fucking do that he just says shit and then the media goes and reports it like yep he trump trump didn't doing his best and it's like you sitting in jail meanwhile like nothing has changed you know so who knows what's true and what's not but i think that's the latest updates would do he's still in jail though that's all that matters he's still in jail yeah so um uh and shout out to kim k trying to get involved i mean it's funny it's funny like uh because you know people don't like her blah 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 i don't really give a fuck don't but um uh, snoop dogg called her out on some like you need to help him and y'all need to do this and advocate for asap rocky on like instagram and then she did it uh, and then people was like she gets no credit i'm like i don't know what y'all want like they don't know what they want. i understand not liking white women but sometimes it's just too I, it's it's almost too far because it's like you set the bar and then when they cross the bar as, as what you demanded it's still somehow fucked up like oh sure you got him free but what about all the other black people in jail it's like i don't even know what to tell you dog like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just don't pay attention then because it's, it's really ridiculous to even ask for that shit just so you can like 
right move the goalpost after it's done yeah a lot i've come to the conclusion a lot of them niggas just outrage flop like no matter what you do is that they're gonna find a way to outrage flop to make the situation about them they're not particularly with her they're not gonna give her credit regardless of what she does you know it's like well fuck you and everything you do fuck you even if you help somebody it's still a fuck you y'all that's not logical like i i mean i'm maybe i'm the one that's that's not so here that shit doesn't make no sense i cannot like you you do something positive i can say it's still a fuck you but i'm appreciate the good that you did some people there's no nuance it's just like a fuck you regardless of what you do and you do everything else but want to give the people credit when credit's due yeah that shit was just just weird to see um let's see uh that bagel boss dude the short guy who got who got slammed in the bagel boss restaurant mm-hmm. uh, apparently he's gonna be uh he signed a deal to fight other viral celebs which i mean look we saw the video you just gonna get your ass whooped yeah, and then so i guess he's now getting his ass whooped for fame yeah that 15 minutes of fame and uh i think kind of find out they were saying the dude have been shooting like videos for a while and this is like the one the first ones that actually went viral yeah like this is just all back to my point man i really feel like this shit was always him being like this is my time to get a viral video some viral fame he's been seeking out some attention for however long probably not successfully i heard he already had a youtube channel that had racist and misogynistic shit all over it Mm -hmm. and so he was like all i need to do is go viral if that is inciting somebody to slam me in a fucking bagel boss but it gets played on like all the tv shows then i can like pimp that into my 15 minutes and you know i'll be headlining comedy clubs and uh you know uh now fighting quote-unquote fighting mma with viral celebs he's just gonna be getting his ass whooped but hey at least i'm getting some money and he really did get money out of this bullshit yes he did uh let's see um what else happened oh when they see us earn 16 emmy nominations for netflix beyonce lands six for homecoming come on come on through black women also shout out to netflix come on everybody been scared of netflix on the low that's why a lot of uh directors and people in the industry been really shady at netflix and amazon and hulu because they're like uh y'all not traditional movies well that's your competition dog like some of the shit y'all put out is just shitty not that they don't put out shitty shit either but it's just one of those things where when they put out superb shit it needs to be recognized just like your stuff does well the thing i like about it is that netflix is a hub for a lot of people to go to that don't traditionally get in the hollywood mix and because of their formula they've it's not something where i feel like i i get their marketing on a strong black lead and the podcast and a t like i get all that shit good for them but i really believe a lot of netflix stuff is formulaic where it's just like let's take a shot at things that we don't have to invest that much in correct that just keep people watching our shows mm-hmm. uh, and our tv mm-hmm. our movies because essentially with their streaming platform the number one competition to them is actually not the movie theater it's not either in other streaming networks and shit i think the number one competition for them and they were smart because they were on this from jump which is uh other people taking their original content off of netflix agreed i think that's a huge thing so when you see like the office is not gonna be on there anymore or you know they're losing um seinfeld a lot of disney stuff yeah like when you see these kind of things like damn 
universal's taking all their movies into the universal app well the odds of me getting the universal app are kind of low but if someone might be able to they might be able to take enough stuff from different companies off of netflix to where i go why would i watch netflix and so a long time ago they decided this is going to be a problem we won't always be able to pay a king's ransom to reserve the rights for the shit Mm -mm. let's make our own stuff from our own studio which is mostly them buying stuff correct not them really being hands-on and making stuff it's mostly them being like someone made a series and we bought it someone made a movie and we bought it Mm -hmm. and it actually is really smart because it doesn't have to be good Mm -mm. i think they understand it doesn't have to be good it just needs to be interesting enough to get you to click on it or for you to go oh new stuff came out this week i guess i'll keep paying for netflix right Mm -hmm. oh stranger things came out this week guess i'll keep paying for netflix oh jessica jones came out this week guess i'll keep paying for netflix right but it's like marvel takes their stuff off disney takes their stuff off universal takes their stuff off dc comics is taking their stuff off the cw taking their stuff off eventually netflix is gonna mostly be like a few a handful of movies and then all netflix original content Mm -hmm. and um part of that is them saying like let's look in the margins and in the margins is stuff like a mini series about the exonerated five right you know like that's a that right there is a a marginal story that's a story that a lot of networks will look at and be like we don't want to invest the money in the film in this we don't want to invest the time of having four hour long thing we don't a big ass cast we're not doing it you know as much as people shit on netflix for buying i mean it's kind of good that they buy any and everything because some of these stories don't get told um even anything now i'm mm-hmm. sure beyonce could shop that around but i'm i bet you netflix was like money's no object what do you need from us right and it kept it completely silent no you know all the ndas and everything like um and shout out to these nominations because these are two uh dope ass black moments mm-hmm. and uh getting a lot of you know getting a lot of uh nominations mm-hmm. uh, and recognition and on the low, just like every, you know, quote-unquote network out there, because basically Netflix is a network, quote-unquote network television, or some mm-hmm. form of a streaming service. Like you said, when you say they, they do the margin, they go in the margins, yes. And also with those margins are a lot of marginalized people. People that otherwise, like you say, wouldn't get platforms, wouldn't get looked at. A lot of brown people, a lot of, you know, uh, uh, comedians and things like that that actually otherwise would not have got a shot if it's good or bad that's, they don't care as long as you're there watching yeah i just watched uh mike epps stand-up special last night um and i didn't even know the shit was out because there's just so many specials on there now i think aziz azari has one too um and uh oh for those wondering i thought it was funny i thought it was real funny i already think mike epps is funny so you know if you one of them people that don't think he's funny i don't then you know i don't there's nothing i can say to make you watch this or whatever but uh and i personally you know when i like something it doesn't necessarily mean that you'll like it so like so if you write some shit like i didn't like it right oh i can't believe you told me i didn't tell your ass to go watch it sure didn't this is my podcast i'm giving my opinion and i liked it uh i thought it was super fucking funny and i was i was cracking up uh he just reminds me of like an uncle at your barbecue when y'all got company who just starts showing the fuck out like with all the jokes and acting stupid and all that shit like that's him you know and so that was funny to he had a good special but didn't see much promotion for it wouldn't have known he had a special 
honestly netflix just was like well let me recommend some other shit to you and then bam you know yeah, that um, algorithm is really good uh you know like i said it might be off a little bit but most of the time if you like something they be like you might like this too us are it's in the same genre yeah and then what's funny is after that i watched i've been trying to watch this movie for long, like a month or two it's uh called rim of the earth rim of the earth or rim of the world or something like that mm-hmm. it's one of those two it's a sci-fi movie about kid teenage kids at a at a summer camp and an alien invasion happens while they're there and it was the goddamn worst thing it was so bad uh, for i don't know what the movie's supposed to be because it's like got kids in it but then it's a whole lot of cussing and sexual innuendo jokes but no nudity or anything like that so it's this weird line of like parents are going to click on this thing and they can watch this thing with their kids and it's really not you know it's like immediately they're like talking about fuck and bitch and shit so um the cgi is not that great or whatever but anyway my point being like netflix is just like you need something to click on it doesn't matter if it's good adam adam sandler has that big deal with netflix because people will click on his shit they will that's it so um anyway i'm glad that these are good uh shows um and pose also got nominated um chernobyl got 19 nominations um barry got nominations like it was i mean game of thrones got 32 nominations mm-hmm. then they got the most out of everybody didn't they yeah and some of the actors on game of thrones had to submit themselves for consideration for the emmys um gwendolyn christie submitted herself and was nominated um and which is funny because that's actually why i quit my last job as a logistics uh a transportation logistics analyst is the niggas wouldn't submit me for an emmy and i had been there for <laughs> i've been there for several years and i mean i was playing the role of an adult they had no idea who i really was i was going into work every day pretending to be a competent uh professional who was focused on work and never got caught not once i get caught slipping and still no emmy nominations i should have submitted one. myself i wish i had submitted myself mm-hmm. if i knew you could do that i would have just sent them a real Come on. Me looking at spreadsheets or sitting in meetings going hmm interesting but uh yeah that didn't happen so i had to i had to leave the job well but shout out to gwendolyn christie and the people mm-hmm. that got nominated um let's see what else happened um oh sad sad news um so the african-american museum founder sadie roberts joseph um who people were like i said i didn't want to cover the story at first because there was very little information and people were going completely on a deep dive of conspiracy theories and this is the black lady they found in the trunk of her car right right okay and we all knew duh that's suspicious what we didn't know is any more details and what you know and sometimes this happens with certain type of suspicious deaths because the police don't want to put all the details in the media because the other per- the person listening might be the killer the suspect whatever and now they're out there like oh cool i know what the police know i can lie about this or mm-hmm. whatever so you just don't you know you, you might not hear anything for a few days and this was one of those cases i'm not saying i always feel this way but this one specifically i i got a real bad feeling of like uh this shit could be anything and especially when we're talking about black women you're talking about the number one targets of like domestic violence uh, a lot of sexual crimes a lot of uh physical intracommunal violence and stuff so i didn't want to just be out there like 
clearly the white man is out here killing all black women but just because she was an activist let's find out and then we'll you know we'll see you know maybe that would have been it or whatever but that's not what it turned out to be so far um they have charged a convicted sex offender uh with her murder oh um according to wbrz baton rouge police arrested 38 year old ron bell and charged him with first degree murder after originally being booked as a fugitive monday night after he failed to pay a fee related to a sex offender registration police say bell was renting space in a property roberts joseph owned and believed he killed her because he owed more than twelve hundred dollars in back rent it isn't clear if roberts joseph knew of bell's criminal background prior to her death so she may have been trying to help you know a brother get a second chance mm-hmm. out of prison or whatever um who knows you know she may not have known or done you know whatever who knows either way but um he in 2007 he pleaded guilty to sexual battery involving a nine-year-old girl rather than face a potential life sentence for aggravated rape he reportedly agreed to a plea deal that put him in prison for seven years um wow just seven years uh sadie roberts joseph the founder of odell s williams now and the museum of african-american history was found dead in trunk of a car front oh so that's just back to the to the detail so yeah Mm -hmm. that's what happened um very sad you know Mm -hmm. obviously very angering um right and yeah this is why i think his ass gotta go to prison i don't feel bad about that i mean Mm -hmm. honestly he could get the death penalty and i wouldn't give a fuck um so um and i know i'm not the only one that feels that way you know what i'm saying and if that makes me a bad person or a bad progressive or liberal person okay then i guess i'm bad fuck them um some people shouldn't be on this fucking earth um and he ended up taking one he violated that we know of a nine-year-old girl and then he ended up taking the life of a person that actually spent their whole life helping people so whole life dog I, i don't know if you can look at that shit and be like there should be no prisons or some shit you are completely different type of person than me and good luck to you i'm not saying you're, you're wrong or you're not a good part but this shit is crazy i don't know how the fuck you look at this and just go yeah unfazed they should just uh figure a way to to, to put them in you know not put them in prison or something some motherfuckers have need to go to prison he won and i say even worse death um and we don't like as much as people talk about like prison and the criminal justice system being unfair it is unfair to a lot of black and brown people it's very there's privilege steeped in our society and it translates to our justice system i'm not advocating for like no reform of our justice system or criminal code and shit but some of this shit is heinous um and speaking of that privilege there's a judge who uh stepped down this week um he was the guy who spared a rape suspect because he was from a quote-unquote good family yeah you one of those good rapists you guys know the type new jersey supreme court terminated assignment of judge james troviano uh or troviano who spared the teen rape suspect from adult court due to good family and excellent school wonder what guess the race right white right i don't know i'm just saying i don't I, that's not a, i don't have the answer oh okay my assumption is why right well, the suspect yeah brown people don't come from good families new jersey high court took action wednesday after two against two judges who faced criticism over their comments in cases involving sexual assault the jersey supreme court terminated temporary assignment of state supreme superior court judge james troiano 
who declined to order a 16 year old rape suspect tried in adult court because the youth came from a quote unquote good family he is retired but having recalled to serve in the monmouth county he requested the high court end his assignment following the widespread condemnation of his remarks this young man comes from a good family who put him into an excellent school when he was doing extremely well where he was doing extremely well he is clearly a candidate for not just college but probably for a good college he further wondered if the alleged assault of the intoxicated teenager which was recorded on video could even could even be classified as rape what also wednesday the court recommended that state superior court judge john judge john russo jr be removed from the bench i remember this guy in 2016 he asked a woman at a hearing if she had closed her legs what could have prevented uh the sexual assault and joked about the exchange later with court personnel um yeah um and of course it was strongly criticized and in the public and all this stuff but i mean that doesn't get anyone to justice Mm -mm. you know uh numerous public officials called for Troiano Troiano and state superior court judge marcia silver to be removed from the bench silver called an alleged sexual assault of a 12 year old girl by a 16 year old not an especially heinous or cruel offense in the russo case the supreme court is seeking a harsher punishment than one recommended earlier this year by a judicial ethics commission that suggested a three-month unpaid suspension uh though some members pushed for six russo has contended he was only trying to elicit more information from the woman as a, at a mm-hmm. hearing before the supreme court this month mm-hmm. russo's attorney said he was remorseful and had learned his lesson the fuck that when you make decisions like like that uh you shouldn't be allowed to judge again because you honestly you showed me that your judgment is not good like like that's literally what you showed me you showed me and uh, they should go back and review other cases that you've done and that you've ruled on. Like, the fuck is this? Yep. Um, alright, let's see. Well, man, this is just one of those, one of those shows where all the articles are just terrible things that make me angry, but hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, kids could end up separated from their parents if their parents are unable to pay the their lunch debt in schools mm-hmm. i was uh reading up on this one and this one is it's kind of interesting because the the school had to backtrack but no nah, bitches y'all said what you said and the the uh the people that that does dss had to come out and they was like hey 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 we can't do that like they are lying quit telling lies on us the school was lying yeah like the dss people had said the school is lying we cannot come and take your children because you don't pay quit lying on us it's so weird that our society i mean and schools are a public thing in most cases right so you're talking about public schools who are essentially acting like they're debtors prisons or acting like um they can like incarcerate you you know like threaten you with this shit um out of nowhere really right because the federal government allows them to and it's now also the state government it's one of those things where if people can't pay odds are it's a reason why they cannot pay and we've seen stories when restaurants or local people try to bring and give money to the school to pay Mm -hmm. and it's like well since we can't figure out which children we we can't even take the money like what 
uh pennsylvania school district is warning that children could end up in foster care if their parents do not pay overdue school lunch bills the letter sent recently to uh, to about ten thousand student parents in wyoming valley west school district have led to complaints from parents and a stern rebuke from the luzerne county child welfare authorities because this is my thing if i can't pay you what the fuck a letter gonna do not a goddamn thing zero plus zero equals zero bitch right you wasted a goddamn stamp right the district says that it's trying to collect more than twenty thousand dollars and other methods uh to get parents to pay have not been successful four parents owe at least 450 dollars a piece the letter claims the unpaid bills could lead to dependency hearings and removal of their children for not providing them with food you can be sent to dependency court for neglecting your child's right to food the result may be your child being taken from your home and placed in foster care the letter read at the complaints district officials announced they plan to send out le- a less threatening letter next week what the fuck so we start with what is it, good cop bad cop hey guys about last week we got a little carried away okay we just want our money but like please you know what i mean we're not gonna like take your kids and call child services on you they knew they couldn't do that and you're fucking scaring people with false information um yeah luzerne county manager and uh child welfare agency director have written superintendent the superintendent insisting the district stop making what they call false claims the letters call the district's actions troubling and a misrepresentation of how the children and youth service department and its foster care programs operate yeah dss can't do that right wyoming valley's west uh lawyer charles coslett said he did not consider the letters to be threatening the fuck was it then you didn't send them i love you note he's also the lawyer for the school like what what did you expect him to say you know we did fuck up <laughs> no of course he, uh, i don't consider it to be a threat look all we said was we will take your kids from you are we really i mean some of y'all want a vacation you know babysitter uh, i mean why, why why would it be a threat if they got food in the house uh hopefully they get their attention and it certainly did didn't it you old devil's advocate ass <laughs> motherfucker and, and you know what it still don't mean nothing because guess what if i ain't got it you ain't got it but getting their attention what does that matter right that's like being like what like what else can a school do oh oh no i got a I got an alert on my phone it's been a shooting at my at my child's school it's been a, a school shooting i gotta get up there and check on my baby and then you run up there and they open the door they be like now what about that lunch dad hmm well you, you got the 450 sharing like what what does this mean what can what else can they it's been a fire okay of everyone all the children have died the smoke inhalation oh my god your child is dead it's gonna cost hundreds of dollars to bury your child you need to come up here and check on them and you get up there and they be like did you bring that hundreds of dollars to bury them because uh we actually need that for your food uh your child is fine they actually in, in pe class right now yeah and and i think the thing that really frustrates me about this is that my taxes are going up any fucking way like i have to pay taxes my taxes state federal county city next door taxes gonna go up just pay this shit off pay it off pay it off what happened to education lottery like yeah everybody had an education lottery in all these states that had a lotto uh did the kids still need some money for school like i don't know man it just seems so ridiculous like are they gonna hold the kids hostage next time like it's a, they're gonna send a ransom note to your house it's not gonna be like the next letter is gonna be like from magazines that have been cut out and and pasted to a sheet of paper 
send the money or your child would not come home from school we wouldn't like the exact amount of money you owe to the lunch department like how <laughs> who's approving this shit right kids go <laughs> the teachers gonna be wearing ski masks and shit All right fuck around and can't graduate or some shit right oh my god so yeah why would you do that and especially not having the power but just morally why would you do that morally oh my god all right um labor fight royals uh bernie sanders campaign as workers demand the 15 dollar hourly pay that he has proposed for employees nationwide hmm Somebody looked at their pay stub. Does that mean I wonder what he's gonna do today. I wonder what he's gonna do tomorrow. This guy, this guy's just pissing. He's pissing all over us. He's pissing on you. What? What does it taste like? Chief, what does it taste like? Cause you know what? It tastes like piss to me. He told us that. Uh, $15 was the minimum for everybody but him and in uh, like federally uh, livable wage uh, you just couldn't make it on less than 15 came like the and actually tent pole speaking uh, platform for a lot of uh, a lot of candidates in the election yeah, and in a lot of cities 15 is still kind of below the poverty like you know you can't even get a rent a one-bedroom apartment in some cities for less than 20 dollars an hour so you're not paying your people 15 on you ain't paying your people it ain't like you ain't got the money the <laughs> yeah and it ain't like you ain't got the money because you sure didn't take them bills the dollars you raised and help nobody in on down ticking the democratic party yeah hmm that's uh that is kind of interesting uh yeah unionized campaign organizers work working for bernie sanders presidential effort are battling with its management arguing that the compensation and treatment they are receiving does not meet the standards sanders exposes in his rhetoric according to internal communications i mean as much as he seems to advocate for the common man in the socialist uh democratic you know seem like he would be uh appeasing pretty much anything that his workers wanted just because you know that's kind of what he preaches seem like this would be a non-story like they wouldn't even have to unionize almost like he'd be like no i got y'all you know campaign field hires uh have demanded an annual salary that says what we they say will be the equivalent of 15 dollars an hour wage which sanders for years has said should be the federal minimum the organizers and other employees supporting them have invoked the senator's words and principles in making their case to campaign manager fai shakir the documents reviewed by the washington post show sanders has made standing up for workers a central theme of his presidential campaign this year marching with mcdonald's employees who were seeking higher wages pressing walmart shareholders to pay workers more and showing solidarity with university personnel on strike the independent uh from vermont 
has proudly touted his campaign as the first presidential effort to unionize its employees and his defense of the uh working class has been a signature element of his brand of democratic socialism and the rallying cry for the populist movement he claims to lead uh yeah um a review of emails instant messages and other documents obtained by the post show that the conflict dates back to at least may and remains unresolved the documents were provided by the post to the post on condition of anonymity because of sensitivity of the private talks the sanders campaign late thursday issued a statement lauding its union contract we know our campaign offers wages and benefits competitive with other campaigns as is shown by the latest fundraising reports every member of the campaign from the candidate on down joined this movement in order to defeat donald trump and transform america bernie sanders is the most pro-worker pro-labor candidate running for president we have tremendous staff who are working hard bernie and i both strongly believe in the sanctity of the collective bargaining process and we will not deviate from our commitment to it you know what i heard wah 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 wow 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 $15 an hour bitch that's what you promised I don't give a fuck if it's competitive with everybody else you said 15 yeah what I didn't hear was $15 that's what I did not hear I heard competitive wages who gives a fuck about competitive wages bitch you said 15 right I read all that shit for no reason no reason that was in the end that's that's not actually a number come on competitive ain't a number um we look forward to continuing to work closely with our members and management um for the 2020 campaign mm. to ensure all workers have respect and dignity in the workplace <laughs> except for our workers i'm gonna respect your broke ass dignified ass okay i respect you your broke ass with dignity i don't know what you're trying to look tw- look ten dollars fifteen dollars what's the difference really i mean hey we all say fifteen ain't really enough either so what's the big difference between this and ten you might as well just not have enough and it'll save us some money on the back end look we're all committed okay bernie sanders millionaire ass is committed my hundred thousand ass is committed come on and your broke ass we all committed to getting justice for the little man for the average american worker and that's really what it's about and we are competitive with these other campaigns that don't pay their people so if you just look around the landscape i mean look they not paying we not paying it's like it's kind of even so uh good luck um also don't forget to turn in those posters at the end of the night because uh need you to work a little overtime okay yeah you might not get paid time and a half well if you get time and a half hey that's fifteen dollars so that is look at it that way we pay you ten you get time and a half so we really do pay fifteen dollars an hour after 40 so uh after 40. good luck and don't ask us about no damn health care either oh you know health care ain't on now <laughs> the draft letter estimates field organizers were working 60 hours per week at minimum which then dropped their hourly pay to less than $13. It said that many field staffers are barely managing to survive financially, which is severely impacting our team's productivity and morale. Some field organizers have left the campaign as a result. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Field organizers are the lowest caste in politics, apart from unpaid volunteers. Often people in their 20s who uproot themselves, move to far-flung parts of the country to work long hours and gain campaign experience in high-stress environments. Right. By encouraging these workers to unionize, Sanders and his campaign opened a path to negotiate for more than the low wages that typically have prevailed in the past campaigns. They are seizing the opportunity. The Sanders campaign made history in March when it announced that all employees below the rank of deputy director would be represented by a union. 
uh we're honored that this campaign that his campaign will be the first to have a unionized workforce and then they start asking for shit and they was like uh oh i mean since we got a union i mean we might as well use it to get some more shit oh hey 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 we didn't think y'all were gonna want all that can't you just get back to work at 60 hours a week and mm-hmm. shut the fuck up 60 hours it's a long ass week my y'all here making us look bad y'all here making us look bad okay everybody go back behind the curtain okay we mm-hmm. this, this is not what we meant okay we thought y'all would have like a union and it'd be like you know y'all have like i don't know pizza parties or something this is a right. this is a lot that's what i thought the union money was gonna go towards yeah we didn't know y'all was gonna do this shit bring your kids to work type of shit i didn't realize it was gonna be like no no real union yeah um the they uh the union and sanders campaign reached a collective bargaining agreement that went into effect on may 2nd and expires march 31st 2021 the agreement established wage classifications for national and state staff ranging from 15 dollars an hour for interns and canvassers canvassers to a hundred thousand dollars annual salary for bargaining uh unit deputies uh field organizers who are in the front lines of the campaign's crucial voter contract efforts were to be paid not by hours work but an annual salary of thirty six thousand dollars with regional field directors would be paid forty eight thousand dollars annually and statewide department directors ninety thousand a year it's not completely clear why the wage dispute began so swiftly after the campaign and the union reached the initial agreement though at that point the campaign had yet to assemble a sprawling roster of field organizers so yeah y'all didn't have people doing those jobs then y'all established this this union apparently without their input this is agreement then you hired the people and then they started doing the job and said wait for thirty six thousand dollars y'all are actually demanding a lot more work than what yeah, y'all got to cut these hours down right like i'm and i'm salaried so i can't demand more work more money so now i'm stuck in a 36 hour job that's making thirty six thousand dollar a year job that's actually making me work 60 hours a week to get right. that money right so when you calculate it out i'm not i'm making a lot less right uh Shakira. that's how they get people in them salary raised jobs in certain positions yeah you salary but they don't tell you working 120 hours a week so by the time you figure it out you actually making less than the person who's working per hour so then they had this meeting shakir convened an all-staff meeting during which he recommended raising the pay for field organizers to forty-two thousand dollars and changing the work week specifications according to an email he later wrote to staff the union draft indicated what he was seeking to change in the work week was actually extending it to six days Woo! my nigga so we will give you an extra uh for like extra six thousand dollars that'll put y'all back above fifteen dollars an hour uh even with the overtime but um we gonna need you to work an extra day a week so no more weekends no one Mm -mm. day off Mm -mm. Mm -mm. the fuck is this Shakira pressed for a swift vote so he could make budget decisions and decide how many field organizers to hire the union rejected his offer of course a fucking extra fucking extra day uh also because the raise would have elevated field staff to a pay level responsible for paying more of their own health care costs according to the draft proposal the union was preparing this week the campaign workers decided to press harder on july 11th dozens logged into slack the popular instant messaging service used by campaign employees and began bombarding shakir with appeals to raise pay for field organizers see you fuck with the wrong one man these, these people that fuck with bernie sanders are a bunch of like motherfuckers that's willing to like shake the table they not you know they not falling in line on some traditional shit his whole thing is i'm outside the party i'm demanding things that may or may not even be financially feasible yeah, and it's different when you got to implement that shit like i said he all pie in the sky 
how you gonna implement this shit nobody has no answers but now you implemented something and you didn't even know how it was going to exercise out right and the only thing that he doesn't you know he that he doesn't limit his like ideas on uh or that he does limit his ideas on his reparations other than that he's like anything possible we pay off all the debt in four years and all this shit so yeah, so just people like pay me pay me pay me um so yeah man they got something brewing over there i guess we'll they'll figure this out somehow some way to get we, this but we will see you know as a fucking like guy of the populace of the uh you know the guy who's advocating for people that don't have uh just don't look good don't look good man i, I know that much so uh all right um i'll cover do i care about the rest of these stories oh uh, this is this is such a short story it's just so stupid i, I don't want to get into all the details of it but okay the fucking new york times really covered a fucking um they had like a cover story called have we hit have we hit peak podcast i've seen that bullshit and it was like about two white people that did six episodes of a podcast weren't able to monetize it with some major advertisers and then fucking quit and then they got a fucking cover story in the new york times how does that work how the fuck does that work like what what it was just such entitlement to this whole thing and it's insulting to people that have been podcasting forever bitches who are y'all who are you you're no who who are you don't nobody know your name yeah you didn't even put in that much work you were just like why am i not making a living off this yet you know which is a thing that you see in podcasting mm-hmm. sometimes where you're like oh you thought you were just gonna be the read at the one show nobody like right. nobody knows where to even find your shit yet you have to put in some work it was so ridiculous right. and it, like i said and it's very very insulting because unless you are already famous you have to put work in that's what i say the average podcast is literally six to ten episodes most people quit because they realize oh this shit is work and the bulk of the time before you get anywhere where you're making money you're gonna have to do this shit for free you're literally gonna have to work it like it's a job before you make a dime off of it and that's the part people don't understand uh a lot of this speaks of privilege i'm white so i should be able to say here i am and people should flock to me walmart's not gonna flock to you walmart don't know who you are right um and there's a lot of podcasts like i do get the point of the article saying pete podcast but you could have talked to some successful podcasters rather than i don't know is this just like two of your white friends you want to get in the paper because the shit doesn't make sense Mm -mm. this is not a indication of anything you know um because people you know who would tell you how hard it is to maintain a podcast and how very few people are really able to make it an actual paying venture people that have done it correct but you didn't ask none of them though yeah expertise has a value you know expert opinion has a value like some of us know more about podcasting just from the fact that we've been doing it than uh definitely somebody who's read up on some shit or quote-unquote studied it for six episodes it didn't pop off and quit right right and like i said it, 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 it it's very very frustrating because the whole article speaks of mediocrity whiteness like i'm white and i'm mediocre and i thought my whiteness was going to tap dance this money and it didn't so fuck it and y'all wrote them a goddamn article in the new york times 
yeah two freelance writers looking to grow their personal brands decided to start a podcast they called it the advice podcast that put about as much energy into the show's production as they did the name after all no one was paying them for this yet so it's almost like whoever wrote this started with a premise of how can i point out how terrible people are at podcasting and find an example of that but then go and this is just why podcasting is dead there's too many like why, why start with them so yeah they uh they failed and then they got a big long i mean this article long as fuck in the times um yeah it's just i, I just laughed at it right like, it's ridiculous fucking ridiculous <laughs> uh, <laughs> have we reached peak blog somebody started a blog and nothing happened wow yeah like the thousands of other people like they're not the only people that did a fail that podcasting and won't be the last mediocre people to fail at it they couldn't get me undies to sign on after a whopping six episodes a whopping must six mean, that must mean there's too many podcasts Ooh, a whole six my nigga ridiculous um all right let's see what else we got in the news uh matter of fact let's go to uh fucking with black people um it's about that time to transition into some other stuff uh oh and i forgot i meant to mention one more thing about the bernie sanders article glad i mm-hmm. thought about it um this could also be because there's not just two candidates Mm-mm. all these motherfuckers are having trouble raising enough money to stay in the race because you're splitting the money 25 ways or whatever the fuck so everybody so, money can't go into one or two pots now right and and i always thought bernie sanders was a much weaker candidate than people advertised because half of his height was lit- literally just people that didn't like hillary clinton but wanted to vote for a democrat right and that was a big part of his height i was like when this i god it's like i we give prophecy on this fucking show and people sometimes think it's being petty or shady or whatever the fuck but you know what man i have been right i never get my fucking apologies these motherfuckers don't never come find me after they done shitted on me on their own podcast or on twitter or these emails they never come find me and say you know what right you turn out to be right i said because bernie was running against hillary clinton and not anyone else really that dude o'malley that dropped out like after just a month or two that so i said because of that he was looking more attractive to people than he really was and that if you would have had you know joe biden and elizabeth warren and all these people run in 2016 he would have once he would have probably dropped even below them but he looked like a strong candidate which was essentially just an illusion because it was the disdain of hillary clinton that made him seem like a strong candidate correct he's older disheveled looking he's angry and all this shit and people really had that found an affinity for him many of them had not really even fucked with that dude like that before 2016 so and i don't mean that in a negative way that's what campaign is about you, you learn about a guy and you go oh yeah i'm fucking i like this person right but at the time it was really like he was a guy who was an outsider in the party who presented uh who ran as an independent until he couldn't until he had to run as a d uh democrat to try to win correct um who was always been like super critical of all the mainstream democrats period and he ran on like angst he ran on liberal angst and it was like okay for the people that don't want to go all the way to racism with donald trump but they would like to go to uh fuck hillary clinton 
they will vote for me and i think it was a it was a proven to put in with a lot of his online support being from those quote-unquote bernie bros which is a real fucking thing yes, i know because i was harassed by them death threats all that shit so anyway to go through all that shit like i was the whole time i was like at some point it's not it's not even about him Mm-mm. it's literally just he's anyone but hillary but not trump that was that was what he got a lot and it damaged hillary clinton in a large way and um that's why some of his voters were able to go from him to trump correct because it's not about his policies trump's policies are the furthest away from bernie's it was just like and hillary clinton's are like one degree of separation from bernie they agreed i think it was on 92 percent of things they voted the same so we're talking about somebody who um looked a lot stronger in in a field of just two choices once you throw him in a field of 25 choices he might not be able to pull that same amount of like front run like people thought hillary won't run bernie will be the automatic front runner 2020 is going to be a a, just easy just a cakewalk Mm -hmm. it's been a struggle for the dude yeah because a lot of people didn't run last time because hillary ran right like and that and that's also uh and this is giving you know credit where it's due that's also credit to the unifying power and the leverage of a hillary clinton right because hillary clinton was a leader and a boss i don't like i don't really care what people think about me for saying that but i mean it and i believe it and the reason you can tell is because she got the party in line she's like no 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 my turn everybody sit the fuck down you're supporting me or you shut the fuck up let's go and the only person that wanted to fight her was bernie sanders from outside the party right so so like she was a boss we don't have any more bosses there is no boss this time Mm-mm, nobody stands out and that to me i'm like that could be a good thing because you now you have this like democratic like scramble for the top and we're gonna see who can hack it Agreed. but in a way but in a way this is also revealing some of the flaws in these candidates and the weaknesses because like i said bernie sanders no longer a shoe-in Mm-mm. joe biden out there looking flabby and sick but still leading in many of the polls uh kamala harris uh people to bring up her prosecutorial record and stuff she just this week really started making a case for herself uh spotify uh she has an interview on jamel hill's uh podcast um like uh, i think the new york times may have even wrote something about like hey well this is the other side of the critiques you've been hearing about her prosecutorial record like this like even with her though she has her dings and still a black woman you know despite whatever the fuck people say you know there's still black women still dealing with racism and and misogyny and shit so there's a lot of stuff that you know uh, elizabeth warren people love elizabeth warren she got a plan for everything still somehow not just the, the just the we can't uh, black women love elizabeth warren but we still can't have that moment of like she's the clear front runner all right not yet right and then you got all these motherfuckers just splitting money or getting more press like pre pete Buttigieg, who gets all this press but really to me at least doesn't really seem like he's that savvy of a candidate but mm-hmm. he is great at press all right so anyway all that stuff to bring up that bernie sanders no longer has a field that is just him and another person so he might not have the money well this might not have been an issue four years ago he's like of course we can pay them 15 dollars an hour yeah of course we have more volunteers even like probably didn't have the same amount of volunteers Mm-mm. probably don't have the same amount of staff because those people are split among these other 20 candidates now yeah so that was just something to consider guys um so all right now let's get to uh 
to uh fucking with black people we're just fucking with those black people just fucking with those blacks we're We're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes around the globe and assigns different point scores to different things that we see uh we get a score from zero to 100 in intervals 25 for how much we feel fucked with as black people today's contestants everybody yay all right um i don't know if this is showing on my screen because it it's been cutting up lately yeah it's been lately so karen you'll let me know if uh it actually shows my firefox screen it says share your screen your screen sharing Mm -hmm. so it's not actually showing firefox okay Mm all right um do you do something else doing balls deep uh yeah yeah i'm gonna try something else uh so yeah i'm gonna have to reach out to them yeah i should i I keep forgetting to do that after the crowd cast is over to hit them up and be like hey this shit isn't working anymore right um i'll see what i can do but uh until then let me see i think i shared my entire screen and maybe that worked mm-hmm. for balls deep to get it to show yeah it should have been a lot easier to do all right well the first article amazon under fire for using white uh woman to model hella black hella proud swimsuit <laughs> still not showing you know i see this okay thank you people are dragging amazon on social media for the very peculiar way one retailer chose to market a swimsuit According to HuffPo, ZBBRDD. And that's saying melanin popping. Melanin popping, Karen. That is what it says. Uh, used Amazon to sell a one-piece bathing suit that read "Hella Black, Hella Proud," and but there was one problem: the model was white. In fact, the company had been using the same stock image to sell products that feature slogans specific to people of color, like "Melanin popping" and "Brazilians do it better." <laughs> you mean Brazilian wax? Do you mean your melanin is your freckles? What was happening here, man? Yes. Uh, critics blasted the company on the reviews, calling the listing offensive and questioning their choice of model. One Amazon user wrote, first, let's address the model in this picture. Would it have been that hard, too hard to find, actually find someone who actually is hella black and hella proud? Right. Others compared the controversial image to the time H&M photographer, uh, oh, the, they, they pictured that, uh, young black boy in the coolest monkey in the jungle. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah uh the listing began getting traction on friday at the one twitter account seekers management uh shared a screenshot of the bathing suit and tagged a number of celebs and political leaders to the post oh man i, I won't lie guys that's so annoying when people do that mm-hmm. when they find like something and they be like at rodimus prime i'm like nigga i'm not the president the fuck i'm supposed to do about this a retweet would be nice for what now you done made me pissed i'm home eating avocado toast and now i'm ready to kill some white people because melanin popping on a white woman okay why are you ruining my life i just want to eat my ramen in peace do i not talk about enough racism for you every day of my life is that oh, i'm sorry uh amazon has yet to release a statement but the yeah i the, okay so the thing for me though okay zero to 100 first of all oh uh, uh mm, i'll say 75 maybe it's maybe it's because i'm not a black woman but i hate to do this to everybody but i am zero fucked with and to my part in chat room i agree they probably don't check that shit yeah amazon doesn't know about this Mm -mm. 
no one can check the amount of shit on amazon because there's a lot of shit out there y'all. it's impossible it is literally fucking impossible so no they didn't check this and then the company that did it i guarantee you is one of the zrbdbdd like what the fuck kind of name is that it's just some old bullshit like we print things on t-shirts on t-shirts and all this stuff and we use the same stock images no matter what yes it would be nice if they fucking like did a good job and went and got some black people but this the stock image man this i guarantee this woman's not even a fucking model or whatever like it's all bullshit that's my point so i'm actually not fucked with it's just it is stupid though i'm not yeah, yeah defending I'm, it but yeah. i'm not fucked with it. and i'm giving it a 75 all because like i said Aza, this is some shit that amazon does not monitor <laughs> you yeah. know amazon like sell your shit on here okay yeah so didn't do anything for me zero but uh i understand if, if it offended i'm you know i think it's just i'm so sick of just having to be offended all the goddamn time hey i feel <laughs> some days i just be like i'm not offended because i just i don't care i don't have very much faith in 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 whiteness in general and this is one of those like they didn't even think about this shit not because they so racist they wanted to make make a point they literally just didn't think about it that's how 90 percent of racism happens right it's not the overt like let's get a cross and some kkk torches Mm -hmm. it's like white people just being thoughtless and some some of these shits are so trivial to me i just can't i can't muster the like the, the, I, oh my god let's fucking sue amazon i can't do it with y'all yeah some things i'm like yeah but yeah some things i'm like i know what i don't give a fuck miss michigan miss michigan dethroned from title after racist tweet surface Uh-oh. the trump loving miss michigan crown holder kathy zoo who is not white she's asian okay was stripped of her title over what miss world america believed to be insensitive and racist tweets on her account zoo posted screenshots of the correspondence on twitter with the caption miss world america state slash national chief director accused me of being racist islamophobic and sensitive they stripped me of my miss michigan title due to my refusal to try on a hijab in 2018 my tweet about black on black gun violence and insensitive statistical tweets mwa uh michigan state director laurie DeJack sent an email to zoo informing her that the group is cutting ties effective immediately the email read has been brought to my attention to miss uh to the attention of miss world america that your social media accounts contain offensive insensitive and inappropriate content in violation of miss world uh what is this miss world usa miss world oh miss world america rules and conditions specifically the contest the contestant required requirement of being a good character and uh whose background not likely to bring into disrepute disrepute miss world america or any person attached with the organizer so yeah they cut ties of her uh she's asian american she gained notoriety in 2018 after she complained on twitter about a try a hijab booth at the university of michigan this was the first questionable tweet so you telling me that it's now just a fashion accessory not a religious thing question mark she wrote or are you just trying to get women used to being oppressed under islam what according to newsweek muslim students at the college began a campaign to have her expelled shortly after the student manned the booth uh that student man in the booth that day uh replied i invited you to try one on and you said no thank you you didn't take the time to even question or try to understand what a hijab is that's ignorant of you you literally sprinted after taking the photos that's pathetic uh another the other problematic tweet was in regards to black on black violence 
zoo tweeted did you know the majority of black deaths are caused by other blacks fix problems within your own community first before blaming others the she stood by tweets replying to the jack statistics and facts are not always pleasant it's disgusting how you would rather lie into the public's face than be supportive of someone that's trying to make a difference by talking about subjects that no one dares to say yeah we didn't deal with the consequences she did not provide any actual statistics or facts to back up her assertion i mean but you know what there are stats and statistics out there um because uh tommy lauren is one of those people that quotes those stats and statistics for her racism Mm -hmm. like you can find the numbers to justify your racial whatever the same way they can with like black people are less intelligent and it's this is just but these standardized tests give you the numbers they they're animals you know Mm -hmm. they're more violent look at the prison rate you know like we're just gonna forget systemic white supremacy and racism and go straight to look at the results of it if the results are i mean how could the results be wrong you know um so yeah uh as regard to the hijab uh she said what's insensitive is that women in the middle east are getting stoned to death for refusing to obey their husband's orders to wear hijabs i tweeted about it on my social media almost everyone was supportive of me refusing to be put in that situation she added are there are the people in the miss world america implying that they advocate for the punishment of women who refuse to wear a hijab so uh karen zero to a hundred a hundred yeah i get that one that's a hundred like and it's that like statistical trolling shit that people do where it's like the devil's advocate Mm -hmm. with racism and then shock when people actually respond to that bullshit what you mean you taking my miss world usa whatever the fuck crown you can't say that shit dog right wow y'all really so i can't just tell the truth that's wow no no not being miss america world usa jupiter no you can't california is set to be the first state to protect black people from natural hair discrimination um so that's interesting because i think new york became the first city or one of the first cities to do it and now california's kind of the first whole state to be like yo you can't fire a motherfucker for having dreadlocks or uh natural hair or tell them to cut it or get a perm you know um so that sounds like good news the crown act which passed the senate state senate in april was approved by the state's assembly on thursday it will outlaw policies that punish black employees and students for their hairstyles supporters say the bill's acronym reflects its intention creating a respectful and open workplace for natural hair if signed by governor gavin newsom the bill will legally protect people in the workplaces and k-12 through public schools by prohibiting the enforcement of grooving policies that disproportionately affect people of color particularly black people this includes bans on certain hairstyles such as afros braids twists cornrows and dreadlocks the proposal by senator holly mitchell a democrat of los angeles comes after chastity jones a black woman from alabama asked the supreme court to hear her case in 2018 after she claimed to have lost a job offer because she refused to cut her dreadlocks in california school officials in and around fresno have sent black students home because of their curls and shaved heads the transportation security administration also ushered in new measures after facing allegations of unnecessary unreasonable and racially discriminatory uh hair searches of black women in los angeles international airport 
nationally black employees have filed several lawsuits claiming they've lost jobs and face discrimination in the workplace because of their hair the crown act would extend to anti-discrimination protections in the fair employment and housing act and the california education code to include their hair texture and styles it also would amend california government and education codes to protect against discrimination based on traits historically associated with race such as hair texture and hairstyles affirming the targeting hairstyles associated with race is racial discrimination um the other thing i like about this is uh if someone challenges it you got a chance to go to the supreme court at some point and maybe we can get into law federally like i mean not with this supreme court but maybe one day you get into law federally like nobody can discriminate against somebody just for growing their natural hair up their head uh zero to 100 care oh this this i will always feel a certain way about this you get a a hundred because even with me like that was one of my big things with my hair being natural because the job i previously had i've been there for a really long time so it's smoother to go through the transition and i know a lot a lot of jobs are more open and they're more natural hair friendly but depending on the industry and shit like that a lot of people they prefer straight you know kind of caucasian style of hair and particularly uh black people the way our hair grows is different to other people here even other brown people their hair is still closer to caucasian and white and you know i had even considered i was like well if push come to shove and i can't get a job i wear wig like i everybody feels differently about relaxing but i was like i will never put a fucking relaxer in my hair again but that's just my personal preference i was like i will fucking get a wig and wear that bitch every day before i put them goddamn chemicals in my hair but that's just me you know because a lot of times it's easy to tell somebody to uh relax their hair when you don't realize uh what the what damage the chemicals may do to their hair how it may thin their hair out our hair grows at a slower pace so telling somebody to chop their hair off that took them five years to grow is not the same as telling somebody to chop their hair off and and then the end of the month it'll be the same length it's not the same yeah and i mean the thing is also um just the racial the white supremacy of the policies right and the fact that it's not uniformly a policy so therefore the only uniform part is is i can't sue you for discrimination really like i can't in many states i have no recourse to be like this happened to me because i am black and i grew my own hair and people go no like white people think racist shit because they're not educated on black culture um so there's plenty of white people that think when they see dreadlocks they go filthy nasty unkempt because they don't know anything about black hair you know they 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 think of white people with dreads and how that shit has to get gunked up to get dreads and it's, it's, it's and the, the people it's associated with but it's not the same right um they don't know the difference between locks and twist and all this Mm-mm. different shit um they don't understand the industry and the meticulousness of like what it takes to just like braid someone's hair yeah they don't understand the maintenance like it's literally maintenance that goes right. into black so hair. so in many cases these are the people at these jobs that are deciding what your hair should look like and so you can be perfectly fine black woman and then you come in black man whoever grew their hair out and come in and they be like yeah cut that shit off you know for this ten dollar hour job you need to cut your hair off you know they just consider it no no big deal you know like you said it's not you know they cut their hair off and it grows back all the time right we cut our hair off it takes a long time to get you're looking at years of someone maintaining styling cleaning all this stuff their hair and then you go just simply cut it off because 
i don't like how it looks right or because i feel a certain way and and the thing is these policies only target us and that's right. the problem it does not target other groups of, of brown people because well, even if it did though let's let's take a step back though right because what what the argument will be like well if some dude comes in with a ponytail looking like a hippie and i say you better cut that shit off you can't work the front desk at my hotel with that hippie ponytail it's still not the same though no it's not even if they because that's their argument is but we do apply this to across the board everyone gotta have white people hair Mm-mm. right right and i'm phrasing that way on yeah. purpose but that's their that what they the default is white supremacy yes it is the default is racism right it's mm-hmm. it's why people spent a week last week arguing over is telling four women to go back to their country three of them never being never having been born in the u.s is that racist does that make donald trump a racist or is the tweet that he sent out racist that becomes a discussion in a world where the default is already racism and we've encoded the language to mean that racism is tolerable it is acceptable it is okay as long as you couch it in a certain phraseology we will not argue about the racism of it his entire campaign and policies have been racist no one wants to say it because then you have to stop and go well the default of what we are discussing is already allowing some racism at play for years and years and years just letting republicans talk on the air we have been letting racism happen and never calling it out right so now he's giving you the extreme case and you're like well this one tweet was racist but does that mean he's racist because if you say that he's racist for his policies his beliefs and his talking points you now have to turn against a whole group of motherfuckers who only get offended when called racist they don't get offended by being racist and they don't get offended by racism but you got to talk about a whole half of america who is racist but doesn't like being told so right so that that country is also the country where they decide whose hair is acceptable in the workplace and let me tell you what it's racist yeah it's racist across the board because the thing is a lot of the the styles that they quote unquote go against a lot of times they aren't white people's hair white people don't wear locks white people don't wear twists they don't like right. like this is not a common hairstyle white people don't wear froze it's not a common hairstyle right. and you look at what's not allowed and it's all that shit right and the thing is if they do wear fro it's not the same as our fro's because yes they are white people and people people yeah with uh, with textures of hair but their texture of hair is not like our texture of hair yeah they know what they mean so anyway good on california um for me personally i'm zero fucked with i think it's a great law um i hope other states uh take heed and same. do it as well and i hope one day that 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 the supreme court does rule on something or open a case to at least hear about this because i really do think this is something that no one should ever be discriminated against in the workplace for being black and growing out their natural hair that's ridiculous Mm -mm, mm -mm. and and truth be told i think more people more women would go natural if they were allowed and would not be discriminated against if they could wear the natural hair yeah yep all right let's go to uh guess the race now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time 
that's right it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcasts and we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen and the chat room to guess the race and of course everyone playing is a racist all right shout out to donald trump police in florida say a woman was arrested this week and accused of aggravated assault when she attacked another woman who denied her a slice of pizza Ooh, what type of pizza i don't know but slice that give me a slice of that pizza i'm gonna get a slice of you nigga the st john's county sheriff's office says the erica cooks oh shit 22 was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill and is being held on 1500 dollars bond according to the st augustine record uh the st augustine record cooks became angry after an unidentified woman said no to a request for a slice an offense report says cook told the woman i'm going to cut you with a steak knife in her hand and then tried to attack her oh shit. the report adds that a male bystander was able to take the knife away from cooks but he she soon found another one holy shit cooks told investigators she did not remember much of the incidents she remained in jail as of saturday evening care guess the race of the erica cooks that's a negro karen's going with black let's check the chat room and see what they believe um man the italian white says ariana all right um the erica is the negro too much coat 45 black black how i got to cut your now i got to cut you black and black the correct answer is all of y'all went with the same thing except for uh ariana black is correct and some of y'all uh ariana missed it She did that shit yeah that's crazy because like she just asked oh i thought it, when i first heard about this i thought she like went into you know a pizza shop and was like can i have a slice of pizza she just asked like a regular person like give me a slice of your pizza and they was like no she was like bitch i will cut you it's like what when when did this happen kind of school bullying lunch uh, uh movie is this how did you get here come on how did you get here how did you get here already like what is happening no thank you a pensacola man is accused of masturbating in a walmart parking lot and grabbing an escambal uh, escambia county deputy's butt while being oh. arrested oh oh yeah walmart pick you up on the cameras they got cameras inside store outside store yeah uh he grabbed a county deputy's butt though fuck the cameras you grabbed the person whose job is to arrest people's butt what trenton james rich 19 you're going all the way underneath the jail yep trenton james rich 19 was arrested saturday at the walmart on north navy boulevard citing an arrest report the newspaper said rich grabbed the deputy's butt and said let me just feel it ha 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 jail records show rich 19 is charged with battery of an officer assault on an officer resisting an officer and exposure of sexual organs 
according to the news journal rich is accused of masturbating on a picnic table while staring towards two men in a car when approached by law enforcement rich is accused of giving a deputy his name and saying suck my dick oh okay authorities claim and i don't even think that was the disrespectful suck my dick i think he was like literally asking right right he's like no 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 please suck my dick uh i'm sorry ma'am authorities claim rich resisted arrest pulled his pants down exposed his private area told the deputy to suck on it at one point the newspaper said rich stepped back into a karate stance and mined karate chops at the deputy's face with his dick out and you don't want to fight a man that got his dick out i know that much no not in karate stance no you don't according to law enforcement rich grabbed the deputy's arms and his butt the deputy chased him behind the walmart where he was arrested according to online records rich was booked in the scambia county jail he's being held on ten thousand dollars bond so yeah he was staring at two men jacking his dick the officer that showed up was a dude he grabbed that butt said let me just fill it and then that's when to suck his dick a few times karate chopped at him ran away he got arrested uh after pulling his pants down karen guess the race Ooh, white karen's going with white let's check the chat room free spirit white stay son stay off the drugs white white steve-o <laughs> white white the correct answer is and uh everyone went with the same thing on this one and you know what guys you got damn right he was white <laughs> did it show up mm-hmm. all right that's him mm-hmm. he did that yeah man yeah his 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 hair like somebody said yeah he got he just got a fresh perm he was hard up for some dudes man come yeah. on like no one is sucking my dick around here i don't know what else to do i mean it ain't cutting it i gotta do i just gotta pull my dick out and stare people in the eyes all day because i'll do it uh all right let's go to the bonus round <laughs> double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round of guess the race so far karen is a rare two for two i know i know can you believe it was was that dude that was out there like i do it i do it i pull my dick out all right gator yes i couldn't help that i'm sorry y'all no problem last one new york sisters abused dad for nearly two decades because they said god told them he was unfaithful to the wife what three sisters from upstate new york were sentenced tuesday to two years in prison after nearly two decades of physically and mentally abusing their elderly father a man the trio disdained uh because they said god told them that he was unfaithful to their mother wow 20 years of abuse only gets you two years in prison what's the exchange rate on that mm-hmm Elisa Petriacarlo, Grace, and Annabelle Petriacarlo, 41, 31, and 23, were each sentenced to two years of prison on an assault conviction after prosecutors say they intentionally caused physical injury to their 71-year-old father beginning in 2002. According to the Erie County District Attorney's Office, Elisa Petriacarlo, known by her two sisters as The Prophet claimed to have received several messages from god including one in which the deity indicated her father was being unfaithful to her mother christine petrarco 66 they referred to their mother as the queen of god first of all um 
what were these messages sent on like god works in mysterious ways i understand but how come he always sends the message in a way that can't be tracked like why can't he just send like a dm or a text where i could be like oh god sent that like nah god always work in a way where he just mysteriously only talks to you through symbols and signs and shit nah man leave a fucking voicemail so when i go to court for this you shit in my, later on when i'm in trial i'll be like hey god, no hold up now hold up your honor your honor hold up before you get ready bang that gavel play this voicemail it's from mm-hmm. god mm-hmm. i'll have you i'll have you see that i was not just beating my daddy out for no reason he said your daddy been unfaithful to your mama whoop his ass okay so go ahead play the message for everyone exhibit a in the courtroom never it's always through some back channel like mental telepathy uh, shit so i don't know why i believe you i don't believe this no after the almighty allegation of adultery a claim which was denied by the man the victim was no longer permitted to sleep in his bedroom with his wife and was forced to sleep on a couch in the kitchen in his own home a couch in the kitchen first of all you got three daughters living with you and they old as hell that was problem number one all these people are losers okay you can't strike out three times one of y'all motherfuckers need to be able to secure the bag and live somewhere other than this house okay all y'all keep coming back here been eating up all the goddamn leftovers this is ridiculous prosecutor said this is when the physical and emotional abuse began the victim was beaten regularly by family females and he was frequently forced to sleep in clothes since he was often chased out the house in the middle of the night the i mean well he probably was gonna sleep in clothes with three grown women living in his house and his wife like yeah at that point you're not one of those i get to walk around naked couples Mm -hmm. you lost that privilege yeah um the abuse reached a climax september 9 2017 when about 4 p.m the victim was accused by his wife of defiling her name online to a friend they allowed him to be online that's nice the four women soon surrounded the victim and he was ordered to give them money when he didn't comply the youngest sister annabelle petricarlo choked him from behind and took eleven hundred dollars in cash from his pocket right he had eleven hundred dollars right i'll be damned you with my ass in my house and i got eleven hundred dollars that's hotel money the women began to kick and punch the man who had fallen to the ground and when the victim pleaded for help he received none he eventually managed to make it to his pickup truck and drove himself to the hospital where he was treated for a fractured rib and bruised spleen Ooh, they beat the hell out of him yeah they went in on that spleen dog mm. uh he came home to ask permission to return but he was told by the women he could not enter the home during daylight hours and if he did they would break every bone in his body the abuse continued until a friend of the victim contacted police asked them to conduct a welfare check the three part of the person he was online bad-mouthing his wife with defiling her name my wife in here whooping my ass are you in there online defiling my name no baby please don't do it the three sisters were found guilty in may of second degree assault annabelle petricarlo was also found victim uh found guilty of petty larceny and was serving additional six months the wife was acquitted what i guess she was the boss she was the queen of god she didn't have to put her hands on him she just wake up every you know jesus told me this nigga still cheating y'all go ahead do, do what you do do your business ladies uh this is one of the most horrific cases of abuse that has been prosecuted in my office divorce you nigga Mm -hmm. you and the kids everybody gonna get divorced from me 
for years these women emotionally financially and physically abused their own father he added i commend the victim for having the strength to come forward about the abuses he endured the hands of his own children yeah a lot of times men do not talk about this shit Mm-mm. which is probably maybe how they were able to do it for so long all right because he was like i ain't no bitch which is i mean toxic mas- masculinity is a motherfucker ain't yeah, it that- it is it's the death knell to everybody involved even men patriarchy is a motherfucker this motherfucker sitting in there taking ass whoopers every day like but i ain't gonna tell nobody i know that much and it took somebody else going somebody y'all go check on him right street lights oh god i gotta get back home y'all uh all right uh karen guess the race i'm gonna go white karen's going white let's check the chat room see what y'all believe these godly women were uh grew up cussing out their parents in public and calling them by their first names white definitely white italian so white lol grow up gaudy white uh they kicked his bitty bitty boom boom selena voice latinx uh they couldn't just put some grits on the stove and call their cousins white (laughs) the correct answer is and everyone went with white except for one person um and the correct answer is actually they were white (laughs) one person missed it yeah they was white they look like extras in the bonnie and clyde movie they do why are their pictures black and white like they were shot in 1942 i don't know like some great depression was going right. on in that house right jesus christ like they just escaped from jail or some shit i never seen people that look like they whooped their daddy ass but that was it if you ever seen a picture of somebody where you like these people whooped their daddy ass they did that shit. we just seen it okay guilty as fuck okay um all right three for three you did congratulations karen (laughs) you did it buddy i know i'm so proud of you me too shit all right let's go to sword ratchetness uh sword was involved in a weekend altercation well was the sword involved i mean the, the fucking person with the weapon was involved <laughs> you make it sound like the sword woke up that day and was like man i didn't mean to but i, I just, just feel like slicing up somebody today. Caught, caught myself in the middle of a weird situation and don't i don't know how i got here had to cut myself out man the police located a police person of interest in a weekend stabbing 20 year old dustin hegseth is charged with aggravated assault after court documents say he struck another man with a sword at an apartment complex at 2 a.m on sunday the victim suffered several wounds to the head and another to his bicep uh he's charged with a class c felony of aggravated assault oh mm-hmm so at least they caught him you know uh all right that's it uh as i said if you guys listen to the feedback show i know some of you guys don't 
we definitely won't have a show wednesday Mm-mm. we may or may not have shows tomorrow and tuesday it depends karen is starting a brand new job yep. so we'll see what her schedule looks like yes and i'm gonna see mary on wednesday and she's gonna see mary j blige on uh i got my wednesday. auntie moves down boy yep so she's gonna be two-stepping with the best of them come guys. on uh for premium people balls deep will be on wednesday so me and justin will be recording that night but uh yeah so uh thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate y'all and uh we'll see if we don't see you guys you know the rest of the week uh we'll see you saturday or whatever or next sunday yes uh and uh if we do see you then uh yeah we'll we'll, we'll surprise the both of us tomorrow right we'll be all everybody gonna be surprised all right so until then i love you i love you too